Today, we are going to talk about five ways melatonin actually impacts the gut. Are you struggling with bloating, gas, constipation, and fatigue, but don't know what's causing these problems? The Gut Health Reset Podcast with Dr. Anne-Marie Barter dives deep into the root causes behind these issues that start in the gut. This podcast will give you the knowledge you need to heal your gut and reset your health. Thank you so much for joining us here today on the Gut Health Reset Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Anne-Marie Barter. And if you think of melatonin, you think of sleep, right? I mean, that's kind of the first thing we all think of with melatonin, but it actually has a lot to do with the gut. In fact, there is more melatonin in the gut, 400 times more melatonin in the gut than there is actually in the pineal gland. So let's talk about why having more melatonin in the gut is important and why you actually want more melatonin in your gut. So um, first things first is that it helps your epithelial gut lining. And so this is basically a fancy way of saying that it helps something called leaky gut and it, it works with your barrier and it actually protects your gut and keeps things where they should be. So it's not just a physical barrier, but it has a lot of other functions like it's going to help you absorb your nutrients. It's also going to help with your immunity. It's a system called innate immunity. It also deals with antigen sensitization, and bi-directional microbiota. Basically, this helps us not have a leaky gut and keep things where they need to be and our good bacteria where it needs to be and maybe our bad bacteria in check. So this is kind of the difference um, between somebody, you know, you do a school test on somebody and suddenly they have a parasite. And they're like, I don't have any symptoms of a parasite to somebody that's like, oh my goodness, I have all these symptoms of a parasite. I'm having all these gastrointestinal issues. Um, but I, I also think about this in another way. There was a comedian that was actually preparing for his wedding and he sent out a bunch of, um, cards that, that basically asked, Hey, do you have any food sensitivities? And I don't think he was prepped for what he was about to get back. Um, he was expecting some peanuts and maybe some gluten sensitivities, AKA wheat, but he also got broccoli, bell peppers, dairy, and he was kind of blown away by how many sensitivities were actually on the cards. And he kind of made a tongue in cheek joke about it. But for all of you out there that know how food affects you, it's a big deal for you. But for some people, they have a better barrier and they can deal with it better. So our immune system is also in our gut. And a really good way that we have uh, found this, um, I, I interviewed another researcher on um, the Gut Health Reset podcast, and I'll let her tell her story. I'll provide a link below. But she talks about COVID and actually the link with the gut. And she's asked the age-old question that a lot of us want to know the answers to, which is why are certain people really sick with COVID and other people don't even know that they have the virus? Like, what's the difference? And she has found a link with our gut, specifically gut bacteria in our gut that makes certain people not have any reactions and other people that don't have this gut bacteria have really 
huge reactions to something like COVID. And she believes that this research is really in its infancy. But I think it does demonstrate the link to say, hey, there is something with the immunity and with the gut, um, you know, as something as recent as a viral infection with COVID. So let's bring this back to melatonin. So how in the world does melatonin help out with the gut? It feels a little strange again, since we really associate melatonin with sleep and the brain. Um, when I describe how melatonin helps with the gut, the first question is, well, how much should I take or what supplement should I get? And that's all fine and good, but um, melatonin is a hormone. And I think that a lot of times when I tell patients that they get surprised, like, oh, really? I don't want to take a hormone right? So yes, it is natural, but it is still considered a hormone. So in this episode, I really want to talk about some natural ways that you can boost up melatonin without actually having to take a supplement that can be highly protective of your GI system and just simple lifestyle changes that you can take um, and make. Um, so melatonin is very important. It actually helps prevent ulcers. It also is going to reduce the amount of stomach acid, especially if you're prone to ulcers. It helps in diseases like ulcerative colitis and can be protective in colon rectal cancer. So all very important. It also is going to increase your immune response. It can increase your circulation or your microcirculation in your gut so that you actually get improved healing. So many people struggle with bloating, bowel issues, brain fog, fatigue. You might not even have any gut issues, but did you know the cause of it could be food sensitivities or gut infections? What I have done is I have brought a talented functional nutritionist into my practice. We have very similar training in the nutritional world. And her name is Alexis Appleberry. She is awesome. So you can head on over to our website, alt-alt-fam-f-a-m-med-m-e-d, and have a consultation with her and schedule so that she can help you get to the root cause of your problems. The other thing that we have found in the research is that it's really important for IBS type symptoms, as well as colic, believe it or not. So melatonin has a lot of incredible uses um, in our gastrointestinal system. So how do we how do we increase it naturally? I think that that's a question that everybody wants to know. So intermittent fasting can actually increase melatonin levels. They found that periods with eating and then periods of food deprivation actually can increase your melatonin production i.e. intermittent fasting, which is really incredible. And then another way is actually to use meditation. So they took, in a study, they took some experienced meditators and they checked them at baseline without meditating. And then they also checked them, you know, right after they had been meditating. And they found that their serum melatonin levels were actually much higher with these experienced meditators when they, after they had just finished meditating. And so um, it's a pretty powerful way to increase that antioxidant function. And so that's another great way to do it. Another way is to get morning sunlight 
Um, you know, so basically when you wake up and the sun is rising, it's a really great way to increase your melatonin production. It gets into the circadian rhythm, which I don't want to get into fully in this um, episode, but basically it tells your body what time of day it is. And um, it's going to increase your serum melatonin levels quite a bit, um, over 50%. And it also helps that, you know, that afternoon crash that a lot of us feel at that one to two mark when you're just kind of exhausted and don't want to continue. It's also going to reduce that afternoon crash, which is really important to just feel great and kind of to continue to keep on going. Another way to increase your melatonin levels is at night when it, when the sun starts to go down is to be really careful about overhead lights in your house. You know, we all have these overhead lights and your body thinks it's being exposed to the sun. So it doesn't want to secrete melatonin because it's not time for bed yet. So a simple trick you can use is to turn off overhead lights and to turn on more lamps in your home, which actually is going to stimulate like a campfire feeling. So if you go out camping and you know the sun goes down, at eye level, you have this warm hue of a campfire which um, you can feel yourself kind of calming down in the evening and getting relaxed, et cetera. And so use those lamps instead of overhead lights to stimulate melatonin as well. So foods also will increase melatonin specifically. And um, one of the biggest ones is actually tropical fruits. Um, so some of that is pineapples, oranges, and bananas. Um, and so what they found is they measured serum melatonin levels before and 120 minutes after eating the fruits. And they found that it increased over 50%. So 146 versus 48% in pineapples, oranges, 151 versus 40, and then bananas, 140 versus 42. So the serum concentration of melatonin exponentially went up. And you can also use um, fish and eggs as well to increase your serum melatonin level. So getting that from your food is actually really helpful as well. And so make sure that you have a properly functioning gut so that you can absorb and assimilate these nutrients. And then, you know, not only is melatonin great for the gut, but there are, are other benefits of melatonin. Um, so it's it's a heavy antioxidant. You know, some argue that it is the strongest antioxidant. Others argue glutathione. I don't know, tomato, tomato. It is very important to have it. It has anti-cancer benefits, cardiovascular protection benefits, insulin resistance protection. So it's an anti-diabetic, um, as well as a neuroprotective and helping with obesity. So there are a lot of mechanisms of action of melatonin. So make sure that you're making these simple lifestyle changes to get more melatonin in your life and in turn, protect your gut and protect a lot of other systems in your body. So thank you so much for watching and talking and listening about melatonin levels. Um, and if you want to hear more, please let us know um, and tell us hi, shoot us a message and let us know what you want to hear more of. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Gut Health Reset Podcast. 
Please make sure you subscribe, leave a rating and a review so more people can hear about the podcast. And hey, take a screenshot of this episode and tag Dr. Anne Marie on Instagram or Facebook at Dr. Anne Marie Barter. And for more resources, just visit DrAnneMarieBarter.com.